Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 198th time, I am not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. Joined here by one half of the boys. Heyo. I got Dougie here. I bet you Trevor pops in here soon. I mean, anytime he's late, there's always a risk that he's drunk. So, Which it could go either way. Right. We, come a, come a last episode that we referenced quite a bit. Right. Or it could be lots of laughs now. Or he's just, yeah, he's just a little late. No big deal. Yeah. Um, anything crazy happened this week? Uh, business partner's 50th birthday. Five O is a big one. So, uh, just out at the beach for the last couple of days. That warm Atlantic Ocean water. It's nice. Nice. But that's nice. about it. I, uh, I, I broke 100 for the first time on the golf course on Sunday. Really? Yeah. That's the first time? First time. Nice. So I've like, I've started, uh, started going to the range every week. And then I even went to uh, Golf Galaxy. Shout out Golf Galaxy. Um, I expect my 20% discount now. Piece of shit. Where's um, that discount code? Golf right, Galaxy. Exactly. Golf Galaxy. Um, golf Galaxy, Golf Galaxy, the um, and like got my distances because the, the the last time I went, I cost myself like ten strokes. A because I suck at golf and and was and I'm terrible at chipping, um, but uh, cost myself uh, cost myself like ten strokes hitting the ball over the green and then not being able to get back on. <laughs> so got my distances and now I'm playing Tory on Friday which is going to be a disaster, but it's going to be a lot of fun because it's fucking Tory Pines. Yeah, so. enjoy yourself. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. I think, we got, I think Trevor's ready. Here he is. Are we, just late, are we just late or are we drunk late? We are not drunk late. Oh, we're ah. not drunk late. <laughs> <laughs> I was arguing with my roommates before, so I didn't, I didn't sign up. Doug, Doug was Doug. If it was if it was drunk late, Doug might have been able to get to sleep early tonight. Yeah, that's okay. Son of a bitch. Sorry, Doug. Sorry. Right, next time. Um, anything crazy happened this week? How was the uh, How was the drive, Jeff? Woo wee! That was a drive. How, what? What? How? How long is that drive? Send cow. Uh, I left here at 9 a.m. on purpose. 9 a.m. is the best time to leave this place because you get through everything. It's like you basically are following traffic by like 10 minutes. Okay. Um, and so you don't really, you don't ever really hit it. And then about an hour and a half later, that's when it hits again. So I've always found that leaving this area by 9 a.m. gets you through LA traffic. Good window. Um, okay. So I had to go up to San Jose to pick up a motor for one of my cars. And um <laughs> that was so the wife saw your your 
Instagram story about anybody with a truck, dot, mm-hmm. dot, dot. And she's like, I'm having flashbacks. I'm like, you're having flashbacks from me picking up your convertible roof. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like, I know what that fu- I know what that code's for. I know exactly yeah. what that code's for. Yeah. Hey, when you got some room in a truck. There you go. Throw an engine back there. So um yeah, busted up to uh Milpitas or Milipitas or whatever the fuck you say it. Um San Jose. And then I looked at the time and it was about, I don't know, four thirty. And I'm like, I'm about to just drive into the seventh circle of hell at the moment. So I can choose Jesus. to take the very long way home that is much more pleasant and enjoying to drive or sit on the five and bumper to bumper outside fucking Bakersfield. So I decided to go over to um, Monterey, San Jose to Monterey, and then take the one from Monterey all the way down to about Cambria and then bust over uh, to Paso and then hit the five from Paso. Nice. So very beautiful. Very, very, very beautiful drive. I would highly highly recommend it like big sir fuck that was the first I time i've, not, ever, I've actually ever done, been through big sir i've not done that drive up the one oh. and i've i have no idea why but um oh i got i got uh i got a, I got a buddy up in. it was like it was like the the uh marine layer was there so it was like cold oh it was amazing it smelled like fucking pine trees didn't have I didn't have cell service for like an hour and forty five minutes. It was glorious. That's that that actually sounds like a, a refreshing. Oh, it was absolutely refreshing. It's like a just a just like a nice dip in the ocean. There's no cell service for two hours. Yeah. The um I was telling I was telling Doug I played golf finally broke a hundred for the first time on Sunday. Um, but the uh, we we're I was my brother and I. And we're playing with two Navy SEALs. Oh, sick. Um, Where was it? Uh, we played at Saquon. Oh, okay. Which was really nice. It was a really dope course. They were reconstructing it, but it was a really dope course. So um, I'm excited to add it to the to the uh, to the list. The um the 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 thing was the carts played um the carts had bluetooth so you could play your music through it oh that's and my brother my brother realized this on about the sixth or seventh hole and again we're playing with two navy seals who are like i mean they're younger guys right they're they're in the in the prime of their lives you Um, just got paired up with them or is these these people that you went with no we just happened happened pure strangers okay and uh with one of them uh i share i share a christian name with and so it was kind of like, hey, I'm not Joe. And he goes, I'm not Joe. And uh, so that was that was a fun way to, to start it. But like sixth or seventh hole, I'm like leaning over a putt and uh, getting it lined up. And all of a sudden, fucking candy rain starts playing over the fucking golf cart speakers. From candy rain? Candy Purple rain. rain? No, candy no, rain? no, no. Candy rain. It was Classic. like it was a nineties. My brother had put on like nineties R and B. Our tea time was six thirty in the morning. He, <laughs> so he is bumping fucking nineties R and B YouTube channel at like seven twenty three in the morning while I'm trying to fucking putt. 
and let's remind everyone you're both dead sober dead sober and i go i'm like turn that fucking shit off there's a time and a place um anyway i turn it off and the phone one of the navy seals looks at me he's like don't ever fucking play that shit ever again i said yes sir <laughs> absolutely these guys were hitting bombs like yeah. if they if they weren't driving at 350 i'd be fucking surprised now they're, they're spraying it everywhere but hitting 350 it was it was fun to watch that's what the young kids do well, yeah sit and rip he did he the 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 navy seal i share a name with though he did threaten me at one point oh, he yeah? says he's uh he's like dude i'm gonna go to in and out he's from louisiana and he's like i'm gonna go in and out i'm gonna get four double doubles um just like okay i'm just sitting there going like okay his his caloric needs are way higher than mine but no yeah. big deal uh-huh. and uh i'm like ed have you ever tried to like why don't you get a four by four he goes what's four by four i explained to him what a four by four is and in and out and he goes you're not fucking with me right and i'm like no no dude i'm not fucking with you He's like, if I walk in there and I fucking order a four by four and they fucking laugh at me, I'm going to be fucking pissed. I'm like, listen, you're, I'll give you my address. You can come by and punch me in the fucking face if they don't know what a four by four is. So, um, but he anyway, so it was a, was it was a, a good time. They're a good, good couple of guys. That didn't sound like a threat, though. Listen, don't step on my joke. Okay. All right. Let's try to be clear. Um, He did. He did threaten. He didn't specifically threaten, but it's weird finding out a guy's a Navy SEAL, and then like four holes later, uh, he starts worrying about the guy in front of him. Who he just the, the other thing, these guys were just hitting into people. Guys standing on the green, and these are drivable greens for these guys, and they're just bombing away. And I'm not going to sit there and fucking be the golf police because they're Navy SEALs. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, and then he starts fucking. He's like looking at his ball. And he goes, "That motherfucker just moved my ball. He mo- did he throw my ball?" Oh, I can't wait to fucking kick. I, I, I haven't tweaked on a guy in fucking forever. I'm like, <laughs> dude, I'm like, I am. I might witness a murder. I might witness a murder. Um, they can't country. do that, though. He's just. Country's he's in a, good hands. He's We're peacocking. Hands. He was peacocking for oh, you. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, it's like instant fucking, you know, jail time and all that other shit. But it's just like you, you start doing the. What if he did? Yeah. What would that look like? Witness um anyways so that was that was my week and then i taught the i taught the baby how to ride a bike today that was the other big win from this week so i broke a hundred and taught the baby how to ride the bike that is that is a w on the week bro that's a good week right there yeah and then i get to play tory on friday so um things are things are going oh i i just i'm I'm gonna watch from a distance i i know i know this story it's cute though I'm glad you're excited. I'm glad you're excited. What about, about Tori? <laughs> no, I mean you're getting your golf back on. You just broke a hundred, and then you're gonna go play Tori. Oh, dude, I'm I'm I've already decided that if I break one twenty, I'm. It's the I'm, most I'm, humbling golf course there is. I might fucking do a shot of whiskey if I break one twenty. It is I, impossible. Don't sell yourself that short, but like, if you break a hundred again, yeah, I think you're gonna continue playing golf. I'm I'm kind of. <laughs> I'm kind of determined. I like first round I went out like uh last month when I played with my brother 116. I shot 108 two Sundays ago. I shot 97 two days ago. So the game is trending in the right direction for me. Sure. Um but Tori is 
Tori is an unforgiving bitch. Oh, yeah. The worst rough on the planet. Yeah. Shoot so, him Gavin. Get it. We're playing the north course, which is the easy side, but still, there's no it's easy. Sa- yeah, same. It's just wider uh, um, fairways, really. Is that the... I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm like I'm like watching the flyover. I'm watching the foreplay guys do their play their round there, and it's just fucking gorgeous. And I live in this fucking town. I know how fucking gorgeous it is. I've played yeah. this fucking course. And before. as a resident, it's dirt cheap. It's like one of the best deals in 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 golf. But it is still, um, yeah, a bitch of a course. Yeah, it just takes Pro V ones from you. Yeah, I'm fucking. I'm and well, I'm hoping to find some somebody else's Pro V ones. I'm you know. I yeah, might have gonna, to. Go, I might have to go get a Costco membership. Yeah, he's got to go play with some range balls, and then yeah. and then and then you leave and you leave better because you gained good balls. Yeah, my brother went by Walmart and came out with Titleist. I might have to fucking go do that, but I try, Walmart, and, huh? I try and stay out of Walmart. So I do as well. I do not. I do not venture in Walmart. Yeah, same Zeus. All right, um, football, huh? Yeah, some stuff happened this week, right? Football. I would I would just like to start for a second here and say and this isn't directed at either of you two fine gentlemen is directed at the folks that are on my page and that have been telling me that Trey Lance wasn't going to start week 1 and that the Niners were keeping Jimmy G around because they didn't believe in Trey Lance. Well, motherfuckers we are moving on to Trey. We have moved on to Trey, I think is the exact quote from Kyle Shanahan today. There is no equivocation. There's no QB competition. This is Trey Lance's team for better or for worse. And this is also this is me just I'm not saying he's gonna be great. I think he's got I think he's gonna have accuracy issues, but it's his fucking team now. And I'm at least ex- Listen, I'm excited for every fucking season, but this season has a um ooh, what is she wearing under there? Kind of like kind of appeal to it. Like it's it's not a you know, it's like a it's like a third date. That's what that's what this is. Is this is the this, how how could she, how, how, she, how could she's gonna is she gonna be in bed? How how giving a lover is she? That's what that's what this season feels like. Going into a third date, so I'm excited. Anyways, fuck off to everybody that thought they knew my team better than me. They th- these are the same fucking clowns that thought that we were going to draft Mac Jones, and I said we're not drafting Mac Jones. There's no fucking way we draft Mac Jones. We didn't draft oh. Mac Jones. We didn't fucking we we. I I told everybody that we were moving on from Jimmy G. There was no way Jimmy was going to be the starter there was a chance he'd stay on as a backup but i don't think even that from the way they were talking about it i don't i think they'll end up just releasing him so we have moved on to trey it is trey lance's team so fuck y'all trey day so anyway um would you guys have gone with trey or stuck with jimmy trey yeah you're invested you have to go with trey yeah they're pot committed it's such a fucking great term that I'm so glad has stuck ever since the poker boom. Yep. Pocket it is. is it is it is such a clear it signals two things. One, you were watching ESPN or 
the Travel Channel between the years of 2004 and 2010. So it, it puts you at a certain age. Chris um, Moneymaker. <laughs> Chris Moneymaker. Um, Johnny Chan, you've seen Rounders 35 times. Johnny Chan, yep. Doyle Brunson. Uh, what's his name? Phil Helmuth. Chris Ferguson. The, 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 the Phil Ivey. Phil Ivey, Jesus, yeah. Whatever sure. his fucking name was. Daniel Negreanu. Oh, yeah. Helmuth. Helmuth. Phil Helmuth, yeah. The that poker douche. brat. Yeah. Poker douche. Just a little bitch. Um, I still watch it sometimes. I... I thoroughly enjoy playing that game. I I enjoyed it way too much. Yeah, I never. I told you that 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 time I went up to um, what's it, Ocean's Eleven up in Oceanside. I mean, I'm I'm not with that dude. I uh, guy used to work at the West End, so we got off the at the West End at like I don't know two three three probably yeah. And we were all tuned up, and so we drive up there and go play some poker. We're and all I, fucked I, up. Let's hop in the car for forty-five minutes. Who's driving? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, bad decisions. Um, I was not driving. Pre-Uber. So I sit down at the table. My first two hands, back to back, rockets. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! First two hands at the table, aces. How'd you did do you, it? Did you I win the out, hands? I cleared out about six, seven, uh, six people. Oh, geez. In, the, in, in those two hands. Um, and then spent the next three hours losing all of it. And I walked out uh, with what I brought. <laughs> that's a win. That's yeah, like, that's not bad. That's five I, mean, I, I literally should have, like, I, I was thinking about getting up and leaving. Yeah, like, I just so did my number. Quad, I had quadrupled my money. And I should That's... have just left. Like, that would have been the most epic fucking move ever to get to sit down at the table, get back to back rockets, play stand two up hands, <laughs> play two hands, and like, all right, have a good evening. They're, 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 they're sitting there looking at you, showing up, tuned right. up. It's 4 a.m. now yeah. by the time you mm-hmm. get there. Mm-hmm. And you're fucking all in on your very first hand. Yeah. And it's fucking I, aces. I went in on I went all in on both hands. The second well, one was the one that got everybody because they're like, no way. Yeah, that's what I was and that's what I was saying. And then yeah. this, like, okay, kid gets lucky, right? That's what he was yeah, like, oh, first hand. Wow. Blah, blah, blah. Then, like, you're, damn, that then, then crazy. you start betting crazy on your second hand, and they're like, This fucking guy. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm, I'm gonna show this guy we're not gonna be pushed around. And yep. all of a sudden, five, six they, people fucking nobody, nobody thing. backed off. Like I was just throwing out I'm like, I got it. <laughs> 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 it was, that was the the absolute best poker moment of my life. I mean, I don't know how you can top that. If I could play for another ten years professionally, and probably not, then that had not happen again. I mean, my best card story Doug tells, but and I I think I only remember it from Doug telling me this story. That's but, a lot. Um, anyway, it's I wanted to get kicked out of the. Was it Mandalay? Felt like Mandalay. Oh no, man! You're on oh, fire. I remember that. Yeah, I remember you not losing a hand and sweats trying to get you to leave. And I was like, "You can't <laughs> leave. He's not losing a hand." <laughs> what blackjack? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was blackjack. Yeah. It and was. Then, uh, 
there's there's a little the, the dealer was about four foot eleven little Asian lady and Nacho still I still say this people are like what are you talking about no one knows this reference but I still say it but you said to this little Asian lady he's like you know what I like about you we got the same haircut <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, I say it a lot I say that was this long mop top mustache this Maybe. no this no. was. This was like it was similar to your hair now. <laughs> it was th- it was three months probably post shaving my head, so it was like just a bowl cut basically with like yeah. no product. So it it was a bowl cut for me and a bowl cut for her. And um, right, I'm guessing that because you said it, yeah. Right, and then um, the the one line I do remember for, uh, that the 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 pit, pit bosses were coming over. <laughs> And I was about to say that. This so uh, yeah, anyway, t- pit bosses were coming over. I started talking shit to the pit bosses, and like one at, at one point, I go, somebody's like, "You want to get kicked out of here?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Is it something like you think it'd be that big a deal to throw me out of here?" <laughs> um, but yeah, just uh, well, that and the pit boss's name was John McClane, so we oh. kept making diehard references. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that part. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I miss drinking. I miss were you, drinking. So were much. you making diehard references the whole time? Did Doug, you take advantage? We of were, it? yeah. Okay. Like, what is this, Nakatomi Tower? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just, and, and then just everybody, like, Nacho, get out of here. Like, let's <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> and I was, I was the only oh, one was, playing, right? Yeah. Like, we were all watching you because you kept winning. You won, like, 12 hands in a row and everybody was telling you to leave and i was like stay, stay. you can't leave you can't leave until it. you lose a game i want to watch or at least one hand want to watch it burn <sighs> and i ended up i ended up alone and on the wrong side of the strip that night and had to walk back from like palms or something because i had everything was maxed out and i was a drunk piece of shit and my cell phone was dead it was just a fucking nightmare we saw Macaulay Calkin playing blackjack that night. I think. I don't. I did not a lot. I remember. Not a lot. I remember. All right. Anyways, um, football. So, anyways, Julio I, uh, to the I, box. I, Julio. Yeah, Julio to the box. Talk Julio to the Bucks. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, if you were Julio Jones, who would you want to play with? Well, yeah, obviously, that's his. That's his. He's got his his opportunity. Yeah. Is he washed though? That's the million dollar question. I mean, does, is anybody washed when they go play with Tom Brady? He's, yeah, I mean, he's, the, he's the he's the rinse cycle for everybody, man. He just he's the or I should say he's the steam cycle. Yeah, he made he made in, in Antonio Brown fucking serviceable, even post insanity. I think. Oh, God, if if Julio's even half, if Julio plays twelve games. It's unfair. Here's here's the thing he doesn't have going for him. And correct me if I'm wrong, but Julio wasn't having like behavioral issues, right? No. He was he's just been hurt. Banged up, yeah. Right. Yeah. So so the equation isn't this isn't following, you know, the typical uh Tom Brady rejuvenates career of person we thought was never playing again kind of no, thing. No, this isn't like this isn't Corey Dillon or you know 
Well, well I mean, Ray, he did do it to Randy Moss. We're forgetting about that because had, everybody's... Randy, had Randy Moss, uh, Ocho Cinco, I think, played with the Patriots for like a minute. Um, no, this is not one of those. But Julio has fifteen played fifteen games, and went to the Pro Bowl in two thousand nineteen. Played nine games for Atlanta in twenty twenty. Um, still averaged fifteen yards a catch. Um, and then last year, age thirty two. Um, only played 10 games, only had 31 receptions, still averaged 14 yards a reception. But I mean, he's not a touchdown guy. He's only ever had double digits. He's only ever had more than eight touchdowns once. I didn't, I didn't think eight. he played 10 games last year. I thought he played like five games. Yeah, no. Yeah. Played 10, um, only 48 targets like that. That wasn't a, good offense for him to go to either is the other thing right that's a that's a run first offense um and you know the bucks aren't they have tom brady and not ryan Tannehill. so i so tom, it's, so it's, tom brady's better than Tannehill. is what we're saying uh chuck the, the uh, nachos hot take machine make that leap yeah um so yeah it's it's uh this is a little unfair. I'm not gonna lie, but this is this is what happens when you're this this is what happens when you're uh, when you when you're Tom Brady. You get fucking you get supermodels at home, and you get you know former is Julio Jones top five receiver all time. He's a Hall of Famer, right? Top no. five. He's for sure. Oh, he's fucking. He's got the Hall of Fame locked in. Um. But yes, he is he top five. Where I would say he's certainly top ten. All time. Um, only like blemish is the uh, lack of touchdowns. He doesn't have a ring either. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything for like for wide receivers. Well, like, nobody talks about Jerry having three rings. Like it's just kind of doesn't even matter. And and the reason I'll never talk about a wide receiver's rings is so that we don't have to talk about Julian Edelman. Um, but Julio, where's Julio? So on on the Pro Football References Hall of Fame monitor, which I reference repeatedly, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. He's thirteenth on the Hall of Fame monitor in terms of yards. He's about there. Touchdowns is what touchdowns. So in terms of yards, he's ahead of Andre Reed and Steve Largent, right behind Torrey Holt, Ellard, and Bolden, Anquan Bolden. If he has even a if he even has a decent season, he'll get to fourteen thousand yards receiving, which will put him just behind probably Andre Johnson and Reggie Wayne. Um, but uh, I think he averages the mo- most yards per game of any wide receiver in history. I mean, this m- might falter a little bit here, uh, but led the league in yards per game three years, 91 yards a game, which is kind of fucking crazy. He just never scored any touchdowns. 
Uh, that, that never yeah, made any sense to me. I don't think I got him top five. Dude, he was like the best wide receiver recruit coming out of high school. I remember that. It's and beast. crazy for him to if 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 he was if he was the best wide receiver recruit coming out of high school and then is the number one receiver drafted um after a trade with the Browns. Um sorry, Duck. And uh and then ends up kind of turning into a at least a top ten wide receiver all time. I mean so my top five is Jerry, Randy, T.O. Megatron. And then you get into like where do you put like a Lance Allworth who's got six all pro selections? Um but you know, retired in nineteen seventy two or some shit. Where is it? Yeah. Hey, nineteen seventy two, I guessed it. Um so I've got and Allworth at five and then Julio and A B somewhere right after there. And Larry Fitzgerald sitting outside the top ten. Fuck you people. Okay. So where where I mean like so I guess so if he's not in your top five, he's not my top five, is he in your top ten, Doug? I don't know. There's a lot of guys. I don't know. I'd have to take a real look at the list, but there's I mean, you said what what about Chris Carter? You know, Chris Carter was pretty great. A lot of catches. Yeah, Yeah, I guess he's probably right there. Like the guys that always get left out are Largent and Lofton. And those were the guys like Largent retired in ninety two. Yeah, he was the guy that Jerry like kind of passed for all the records. Largent was a record holder for a while, wasn't he? Yeah. So Largent um retired in eighty nine. And probably held the record until Lofton retired, who retired in 93. And then Jerry broke it. God, when did Jerry... Shit, Jerry ended up... <laughs> Jerry broke the record, which was 14,004, and ended up with 22,895. That's pretty so good. He, like, he tacked 50% onto the record. No big deal. Um, would you rather have Steve Smith or Julio Jones? Mm, Julio. Julio. Would, would you rather have Marvin Harrison or Julio Jones? Maybe Marvin. Really? But Marvin isn't Marvin without Peyton, I feel like. I mean, Julio hasn't had a bad quarterback. He's had Matt Ryan his entire career. Right. But he had, like, Peyton's, like, one of the best all time, right? And that offense, and they they had a relationship. I don't know that that chemistry is, you know, do you don't find that every day. And I think that's what made Marvin Harrison more so than his skill set. Obviously, he had to have the skill set, but without Peyton Manning, right? I'll use I'll use your favorite uh, Derek Jeter reference, right? If Derek Jeter had been drafted by the Reds, nobody would ever heard of him. Yeah, I mean that. Um... Somebody was somebody was in my DMs and we were having the Jerry Rice or Randy Moss conversation, which I let go on for too long. And uh, and they brought up the quarterback thing. And one, Randy Moss played with good quarterbacks. I mean, Dante Culpepper 
for till like 2004 was a fucking monster. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was a very good. monster. Um, Randall Cunningham in '98 was a first team All Pro. Um, and then Tom Brady, like those guys, threw Randy probably two thirds of his passes. Um, and like with Jerry, and I had to go searching for this, right? Because the easy argument with Jerry is like, oh, he had Montana and Young. Well, when Elvis Gerback threw him the ball, so Jerry's career yards per catch was 14.8. When Elvis Gerback threw him the ball, it was 14.8. When uh, his career uh, catches oh. catches per touchdown was like 7.8. When Gerback threw him the ball, it was like 7.6. Like Jerry was just fucking good. Um, it didn't, I, I would say like him specifically. So it's like, I don't like throwing the quarterbacks in there mostly because if I, if I take away Marvin Harrison's quarterback, I've got to take away Jerry's quarterback. Um, so I, I don't love that argument. Um, but the, uh, um, anyway, I, it, I think, I think Marvin just kind of not being a physical specimen, right. Is, is part of what, just like looking at him, it's like, why are you so skinny? How are you? How are you? Still I mean, good? he's kind of like he's kind of like uh, uh, AB, right? He's one of those unassuming on the field looking, right? Smaller, very quick hands, right? Yeah, I wonder how how much do you think Antonio Brown weighs? Just top buck, of your head, buck eighty. Yeah, they've got him at 5'10", 185, and, and Marvin Harrison was six foot one eighty five. Yeah. Um would you rather have so maybe maybe a maybe a Marvin from Doug. Would you rather how about you, Trev? Marvin or or Julio? Julio. That was my um, uh, very long explanation as to why I made the choice, but I didn't actually make the choice. Marvin Harrison, eight years in a row has a thousand yards and ten touchdowns pretty good he's yeah he's okay <laughs> um would you have to or julio jones to i hate to but probably to i feel like Jer- jerry and moss and to are pretty pretty locked in at their spot what about larry fitz i know not joe how it feels about him but i i believe i'm on record uh saying that Larry's had a nice career, but everything that you could say about fucking Frank Gore not being a top five running back, you can say about Larry Fitzgerald not being a top five running back, the top five top five wide receiver. Every yeah. every every single argument played for forever, wasn't ever dominant, dominant, didn't win a lot of awards. Um, you know, like every single thing. He was super consistent. You know, longevity, all this other shit. You can say everything that you'd everything you'd knock Frank for, you can also knock Fitz for. You can knock Witten for. I mean, the only thing with Witten is he's got like eleven Pro Bowls or something, which is impressive. I guess playing for the Cowboys helps. And I can't remember the, the NFC not being exactly loaded with tight ends right. during the early part of this millennium. Um Larry Fitz averaged 100 yards and a touchdown in the playoffs. Those are pretty good stats for the playoffs for his career. Yeah. 
I'm taking Larry Fitz over Julio right now. Fuck that, dude. I know. I was thinking about that too, but I don't prime prime. I mean, different receivers. I get right. I mean, who? Larry Fitzgerald was just the grinder, like a more of a blue collar receiver, in my opinion. Whereas in Julio was just a big play guy without touchdowns. Yeah, I, I like it's it's not even the only thing that Fitz has on Julio is is touchdowns and like not, maybe, not receptions. No, I mean in terms of like a a skill, right? Calling catching touchdowns a skill, um, it seems to have have that over. He's, well, I mean, he's got who, five double digit seasons. Julio's got one. Um, I mean, I, I, but it's, but it's 98 career touchdowns. Julio kind of hurt himself in that scenario because he became the distraction and everybody else got touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, right. Like that, you, you could, you could, you could blame Tony Gonzalez's success on Julio Jones. Yeah. I mean, I guess, right. But, they had their best years overlapped, I believe. I, right? I I know from I know from drafting Julio Jones and having him in fantasy that nobody gets tackled inside the five yard line more than Julio Jones, and I I never understood it. I've nobody has ever I've never watched anybody have more touchdowns pulled back for stupid fucking holding penalties or get tackled at the five yard line. He's an absolute liability in fantasy. <laughs> Dude, yeah, Fitzgerald I'd... has more receptions, more touchdowns, like 30-something more touchdowns, and Julio Jones has, like, what, six more yard receiving yards? Yeah, but it's it's six. how, again, it's how this is the, you know, Adrian Peterson versus Frank Gore thing, right? Would you, You'd rather have – Adrian Peterson is the better player. He's the better, like, career-wise, Frank has had the longer career, but, like, Adrian Peterson won a fucking MVP. Like Julio, Julio had an eighteen hundred yard season. Fitz had his highest was fourteen thirty one, which a lot of guys have done. Um, he's had two seasons over fourteen yards a catch, and then like oh, so three seasons. Sorry. Um, Fitzgerald arguably had the best playoff run of any receiver ever 30 catches 546 yards seven touchdowns in a in a playoff in the playoffs in one year he got pretty good one season he's the joke larry fitzgerald has one he's like dude he's top like two or three best hands all time larry fitzgerald nice hands larry Larry. and i'm fine with shit like that i just don't i just don't think he was a threat like he's not the threat that Julio was. He's a, he's 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 a security blanket. He's turned in for the last ever since he turned twenty nine. He was a tight end. He's the only receiver over six foot two or something. Six. He's the only receiver over six foot two or something like this with a y- yards per catch as low as he does. All of his stats line up with tight ends ever since he turned twenty nine. Like he's he's been an accumulator. He's a security blanket. He's not a fucking threat. But he's, he's listen, and then look at this. He is 
167 targets, 154, 153, 173, 154, 156, 145, 150, 161. They forced him the ball. Because he was awesome. Because <laughs> he was he was he he because he caught it every time. Great. Right, he, was fucking, <laughs> he never did anything with it. Those fucking receivers that catch everything. Fuck. I know. So overrated. <laughs> fucking, he, he should have been a tight end. He's Jay Novacek. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> if his dad wasn't a fucking Vikings beat writer, he's he has a completely different brand. But he was a nice guy. Everybody loved him. And you know you can't criticize him. Well, you can't you can't say Larry Fitzgerald's done because I know fucking Larry Fitzgerald Senior over here, whatever the fuck his name is, you can't drag his son. I know his I know his dad. Fuck those guys. Fuck them both. <laughs> Larry uh, Fitzgerald, Frank Gore, Jason Witten, Drew Brees are the. It's all the same fucking argument. Great players, great careers, never the best at their position during their era. That's it. But, but all in the Hall of Fame. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Witten's the one that hurts the most. But 100%. All of them are going into the Hall of Fame. And early, too. They should be first or second ballots. Damn near all of them. Yep. But like Fitz is going to get in on the first ballot, and those assholes made T.O. wait three years just because T.O.'s a prick. Well, I mean, sure. That- that place. consequences and stuff but that's like that's yeah. not that's not the spirit of that shit good to see it it's applied somewhere in this world marvin oh, harrison had to had to wait two years but i mean marvin harrison's not we're not talking about marvin harrison in our top three wide receivers of all time like we all kind of just agreed it was jerry randy then to and and to had to wait and fitz doesn't anyways Yes, I'm bitter. 100 fucking percent. We were, talking, we were talking about Julio. I, I mean, Julio's probably, honestly, like no lower than eight for me. All time. I can't imagine putting fucking eight guys ahead of him. Well. We'll see what he does. He can add to it this year with Tampa Tom. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Did you guys check out the alternate helmets? I sent you the link. I haven't oh, seen Ky- Kyler Murray. We can talk Kyler Murray. <laughs> Kyler Murray signed a $230 million contract. 230.5. So, excuse me. Second highest paid quarterback. <laughs> for for guys that are five nine, those extra point fives are key. That's, I I remember, I mean as a as a five, as a guy who's five nine himself. If I was five nine and a half, you'd be fucking hearing about the five nine and a half. Absolutely, I'd I'd even call myself five ten at that point. That half, that extra half. So, I mean, if, as Kyler Murray would probably say, it's a two hundred thirty one million dollar contract. Um, but he's he also got homework as part of his contract. Four hours of mandatory homework. <laughs> they, Could you imagine getting paid that kind of money to do homework? <laughs> can you can you imagine paying somebody that kind of money and being like, oh, we'd also like you to take your job seriously? 
here's $45 million a year. Also, please, pretty please, put down Call of Duty for just, just, yeah, an, just an hour a day between, between Sundays. Well, I mean, that's typically when these extraordinarily gifted athletes, you know, make the, the turn to success and to greatness or just kind of, get paid a shitload of money to be children for their whole lives right like i feel like that's kind of where this is and what they're trying to force him to do yeah but you know you can't you can't uh, you can force it on people absolutely force it on people but um whether it's effective or not is you know that's the point it's 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 the efficacy of the forcing it on them right would you rather you know it's like you know would you would you rather have somebody less talented that was in his fucking playbook every single fucking night probably because i mean like you look at there's there's a really good I'll send you I'll send you guys the images. I I want to start doing like a PowerPoint presentation in the middle of this cuz I've I've got the ability to share screens on this and like put a slideshow to the uh to the YouTube thing cuz I I was talking to my my buddy uh who's my my buddy was in town who's the YouTube guy he's got like 200,000 subscribers. He's tripling his Ooh. jobs income off fucking YouTube. Tripling. Um, what kind of videos does he make? Him and his wife just watch TV shows and react to them in real time. Jesus Christ. God. The whole the YouTuber thing is f- um, unbelievable. I'm I'm so stoked for him, dude. I'm so fucking oh, yeah. proud of him. Yeah. I mean, they're I, they're do I know they're him? both they're both 40. And uh now now he's got to do this in his spare time, right? I mean, he's he's making bank, but he's got to do this in his spare time. Do um, I know this person? No. No. Okay. Um. But uh. Anyways, I'm 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 just I'm so stoked for him. But like, I've got to figure out a way to fucking I don't know do something on you because Instagram is fucking dying, dude. I've got 116 thousand followers on Instagram. It's all fucking for shit. Yeah. Let's go on YouTube and monetize YouTube. Let's do that. Yeah. I'm sick of working. YouTube. I'm gonna have to get you guys some ring lights. Sure, let's do it. Show your show your beautiful mugs up on screen. Yeah, we're um, gonna do it. We're gonna make it. But, uh, anyways, yeah, I, I got we I, and this is what the podcast is for to diversify because Instagram is going like exclusively to reels, basically. Like the new, have you guys gotten the new IG update? No formatting. No, it's like it's like from a format standpoint and how they present everything. It's basically TikTok. Like full screen, full screen video, swipe up for the next video type of shit, which is a really cool layout. But like, I was joking. I even posted the joke on on my story. Somebody suggested. I said, "What kind of content? If I'm going to go do reels, what kind of content should I do?" And uh, their response was porn or OnlyFans. And I said, "OnlyFans might." And I I mean this kind of like half jokingly that OnlyFans might be the only place on the internet you can still post a, uh, a still image. And not ha- not worry about the algorithm because you can't post still like Instagram is completely fucking 
I thought OnlyFans was all uh, like live feed video. No, I think it's. I think it's. I think there's. I think they've got everything. Probably. I don't know. I'm not on there much. <laughs> I didn't get an. I didn't get a second credit card. Just to. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> the uh, babe, if you listen to this episode, I'm. I'm not on OnlyFans. Um, besides all their all their pictures, you can find just by typing in username OnlyFans leaks. But that's also a rumor. Um, the uh, where are we fucking Kyler? Why are you? Why does this guy need homework? Why for two hundred thirty million dollars a year? This is how fucking valuable quarterbacks are. <laughs> the guy doesn't even work hard, and you're like, I can't. You can't leave, man. I don't want to upset you. But when everybody was like, when there was that every everybody being disgruntled with uh or the agent sending off the letter to kyler to the cardinals being like if you're not going to pay him somebody will and uh and then there's just fucking silence and all, all that came out in the leaks was how kyler's not a good leader and he's not working hard and then the contract this motherfucker signs actually is written there like now go do your fucking homework it's I mean, yeah, how are they enforcing that? Like, are they just going to sit there and Zoom? Like, just watch them? I, I think... I, w- I would fucking just monitor his fucking Twitch streaming. Like, hey, you've got to reduce Twitch streaming by 50% during the season. Because he's, like, part of a gamer crew. Oh, really? Yeah, no, he's, he? like, part of an esports gamer crew. And somebody... And I was I mentioned this earlier, but somebody actually um, overlaid his quarterback rating or something with um, the date that Call of Duty comes out every year. <laughs> and the drop-off is fucking fantastic. Is it really? Yeah, it's like it's like clockwork. Because Call of Duty comes out usually around my birthday, which is end of which is beginning of November. And like Call of Duty comes out end of October, beginning of November. And that's when Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray falls apart. Wow, that's that's pretty crazy. If that's the case, that this guy's fucking sitting there playing video games instead of being a professional football player where he gets paid millions. I mean, he's also a weeble wobble that breaks down <laughs> as the season goes on. Right, right. I mean, it's like yeah, I mean, you've got Cliff Kingsbury as a coach. You're five. You're you're a five foot nine fucking quarterback, <laughs> and you've got a fucking Call of Duty habit. I think he's only. I think it's just a How like him the donkey kind of thing where it's like. You know, how old is he? That's a second contract. So he's, he's what 24, 25? He was the 2019 draft. So is he so, 23, 24? 25, 26? I don't know. And now he was, we're just counting to 30. He was a transfer guy. I think he went to had to sit out a year. He's not even a top 10 guy when you type in KYL on Pro Football Reference. Um, he is, he's a 97. He's 25. He's 24 right now, but turns hey, turns 25 in like 10 days. Okay. So $230 million. 
million dollars. And he was a first round pick by the A's, right? Yep. Yeah. Their, and... their payroll's forty eight million. He's making forty six. Something like that. So it looks like he made a pretty good decision. Yeah. Yeah. Although, you know, you look at you know the the money that the baseball guys are making guaranteed on like ten year contracts, you know. Maybe yeah, Juan Soto allegedly turned down like a fifteen four hundred million dollar fifteen yeah, year four hundred forty million dollars or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's a shitty contract though. It's like it's lower annually than Trout, and Trout signed his like three years ago. Like, it's not a great contract that they offered. It's just a it's got a really big sticker price on it. Yeah, fifteen years is a lot. So. um and uh, I like I, that's like the only article I've read about baseball. I, there was a. Did you guys see the uh, the viral um, uh, shift play that was kind of going around the yeah. last couple of days? Yeah, I it's an was... old play. It's I didn't listen to the audio. My wife did, and she's like, "I thought that was Vin Scully thing." So it's like it turns out it's an old video, but like that's the type of shit that this is why I don't watch baseball anymore. This is it's a fucking joke. He's lining up four guys on one side. It's like I can't, I can't stand the shift, but I also can't stand the fact that, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want them to fucking legislate the shift out, but I also think it's stupid. I, so, yeah, the shift to me is incredibly stupid because these guys are talented enough to push the ball the opposite way, yet they don't. Like that's what's crazy to me. Right, because the the way to fix it is by changing the fucking launch angle of your swing and trying to hit every ball out of the fucking park. Right. But these guys just, are so superstitious on the way they hit. It's just, a, it's a, it's a silly, stupid fucking, I was talking, I was talking with my buddy and, and uh, we're just saying like how analytics have fucked in, in terms of the watchability for me, analytics have fucked baseball, but made football better. Yeah. We've, we've said this. Yeah. You've mentioned this a few times. Yeah. We got producer. I'm just calling him producer Tom, by the way, from now on. Tom Carvunas. Oh, Tom? Yeah, he's on here. Hey, he's Tom. Nacho, Nacho sees red whenever he's talking about Larry Fitzgerald. I, I, maybe. Yeah. You know? I'm okay with it. There's definitely a handful of recent players that I'm going to talk <laughs> shit on no matter how good they are. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, we all have that. He's in your right. division. It makes sense. What else we got? Anyway, Kyler's got homework. Um, uh, Joe Burrow's getting his appendix out. Idiot. Yeah. How are you going to be a top-tier fucking quarterback without all of your body parts? You're going to want that appendix. Come playoff time. Yeah. You'll see. It'll play out. I mean, like, it's weakness personified. Right? Like, you're going to let your fucking appendix fucking, like, ruin you? Jesus. Fucking walk it off. Rub some dirt on it. Seriously. Millennials. Gen Z. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> um, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Did we get a review? Well, let me just let me just look. Let me look here. <laughs> so, um, I had asked for people to really dumb down the reviews <laughs> yeah. because you know people just weren't able to keep up, right? And we thought the reviews were for trailing off because <laughs> because people were going so over the top. So, um. The review we got, it's five stars. Okay. So good start. Okay. Um, podcast good is the title. Uh, but, it, but it's three words. Podcast good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, pod good. Good pod. I like pod. We like pod. So obviously listening to it with people. Okay. Which is a plus. But... What you should all be doing is listening together on your own devices. So y'all, it's like you sit around, and if you want to sit around and listen to the Not Joe podcast, you sit around with your friends, you all put your fucking AirPods in, and you hit play at the same time so that you're enjoying it together. It's like one of those silent disco things. You're enjoying it together, but I get the benefit of the extra downloads. Um, Okay, back to the review. Funny period. We like podcast. Again, I like this. Group listening. I'm not I'm not taking that as a group. I'm taking that as like a they them. Um he's well, I mean is uh, or, or like a venom thing. <laughs> so so venom <laughs> venom wrote the review. Yeah. 
That's how I'm taking that. I'm not. This is not a group. Make good, group. make good pod all time. Me good podcast. Not Joe. Good pod football. Good good bungle. Job done. Good me likey ooga booga. <laughs> hey, you know what? Shout out for the fucking review. Yeah, a for originality. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for following directions. People are now, listening. Here's here's what we'll do. That is the new bar for podcast reviews. You just have to make it slightly better than that, and we'll read it here on air. We'll, we're starting over. It's like a new season. A reset. Yeah. We're division realignment, something. Season two of reviews. Starting um, episode 198. <laughs> so, um, all right. So I've got a couple start bench cuts. Okay. Um, from producer Tom, <laughs> another uh, start bench cut for who Trevor looks like. Ron Howard, Philip Seymour. Th- th- these people have keyed in on the on the ginger part. Uh, Ron yes. Howard, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Andy Dalton. <laughs> Damn, kind of again, kind of like last week. If I could just build a hybrid of two like of the characters, of yeah. <laughs> So they're, they're, Trevor, they're pl- any thoughts? Yeah, I probably got to start Andy Dalton. I got to uh... <laughs> <laughs> start the professional athlete. I got a bench. I got a bench. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. I got to cut Ron Howard. Ron Howard's ugly as fuck. <laughs> Actually, it's, his, his brother's brother the ugliest the person one. in the Clint, world. Clint is Clint, the one that's ugly yeah, Ron, Ron's a TV star. You know, Clint's real ugly. I mean, sure, Ron Howard, like, happy days, Ron Howard. I'll go with that. There we go. All right. Richie. Doug, who are you starting? Ron Howard, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Andy Dalton. I mean, R.I.P. I'm starting <laughs> my guy, Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> um, uh, in uh, in Along Came Polly. Let it rain. Let it rain. Rain drop. I sharted, dude. He is so funny in that. But yeah, I seriously. I, perfect. He was, uh, yeah, yeah, was in so all serious, like, rest in peace, man. That guy's an all-time great. He's oh, absolutely amazing. And then, yeah, man, I'll give you the Red Rocket. I'll give you some Andy Dalton at number two. Just because, like, I don't know. Ron Howard has always been, like, just a squirmy little nerd. I don't see Trevor as a squirmy little nerd. So I'm not I'm not that. If, if I didn't have a beard, you really would know I had red hair. Now, like, young Trevor? Oh, yeah. She was like, red as fuck. The the like, Trevor like, in my the Trevor that pops up on my uh on my caller ID that Trevor, is that the one in the in the the olive green suit? Your no, you've got your school photo, whatever. Yeah, with the olive green suit with the tie with the bad Yelp review one. Uh, yeah, with the hair yeah. hair part in the middle. Yeah, no, not that one. Not. You can go <laughs> older than that. I mean, like mullet. I had a this ridiculous mullet. Um, it's a, there's a picture of me. It's at my one of my. Cousin's bar mitzvahs. I was probably, I don't know, six, seven, but just big old fucking ginger mullet. Like, like, beautiful. I'll send you a picture. Yeah, I just, I just sent Doug and you the, uh, the, the caller ID that pops up for me. <laughs> yeah, it's good. God, dude. <laughs> 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 you look like such a dick. 
<laughs> or Doyle Rule. Like every every eighties bully. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody that was somebody that was beating the shit out of uh, Kevin on the Wonder Years. Yeah, Doyle Rules right there. Yeah. Um all right. So uh let's see here is there a football one i can do somebody was like when what tv sitcom family is most reflective your of your own um jesus i my uh we're, we're just so fucked um I, I don't i don't know there's just no there's no good answer for that like a it's it's like a darker modern modern family i think Yeah, I tend to just think of when my dad was yelling at me or my brother or any, you know, or my sisters. And that that brings me to F is for family. <laughs> <laughs> that it wasn't it wasn't to that level, but it was just I They were New Yorkers, right, in that movie? Boston. Boston. F is for family, the the Bill Burr cartoon on Netflix. Have you seen it? Oh no, I didn't I don't think I've seen that. I know there was a there's a sitcom that was it didn't go that long, but it was really good. Oh dude, F F is for family is hilarious. It's Bill Burr, like an animated show about basically him growing up. Not Joe. I feel like Red is your dad from that 70s show. Red Foreman? Yeah. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, Red Foreman's a great TV dad. I don't know. I this one, like it's there's just there's not is there a TV show of like highly dysfunctional large families, but like the nuclear family is divorced and their step parents, and like I don't I don't know I don't know what I can. There's there's no straight line. Like I see characters of like, I see I see relationships on screen. I'm like hey, yeah, that's my. <laughs> um. But uh, there's no like what, there's no one sitcom. I'd have to like blend several sitcoms together, and that might be an interesting thought. Yeah, and I'm an only child, right? So then that's you didn't have to any sitcoms out there with only children. Like nah. the small wonder count. I don't even know what that is. There was this stupid fucking show. Uh, Dad's a computer programmer, builds a robot. And uh so there's a there's a, they've got a son, I think, and then he builds the robot that also is like the maid. Um just a stupid stupid terrible fucking show, but huh. that's the only show I could think of where the where there wasn't like a uh cuz you need the, you need the brother or the sister to to play off of for the fucking younger character. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of one. And if Doug can't think of one, then it doesn't exist. So I'm getting a bunch of people being like, hey, when are you going to talk about darts in your podcast? When are you going to talk about F1 in your podcast? Um, darts, darts corner? Darts, darts darts corner. F1, F1 corner. We have a lot of corners. Well, you know, at least you got you get four. You have a room. Um, all right, good, good, uh, good one here. Goodfellas, Scarface, or Heat? 
Ooh. Ooh, rest in peace, Paul Sorvino. Just passed away. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. guy is classic uh, mobster movie dude. Mira Sorvino's father. Yeah. So we've, we've lost J- Jimmy Khan, Paul Sorvino, um, Ray Liotta, Tony Sirico, and Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta, yep. Fuck, man. It's crazy. Lot, yeah, we've lost a lot of like iconic um, gangland guys. Are we, are we? When was the last good like mafia movie? Shit, had it. Somebody, somebody asked me because one of the start bench cuts that I actually answered was Goodfellas Godfather Departed, and I put Departed last, fucking obviously. Yeah. Um, and I had a, a bunch of people fucking DM me, being like, and then I started DMing me defending Departed like as if I didn't. It's like guys, it's I've got three choices. And I can only start one. I cannot start all three. Right. Nor and, would and, I, and two of the said, three are top ten all time movies, and they're iconic. Right. So in think even thinking about Departed, that's not really a mafia movie. It's 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 got organized crime, but that doesn't make it a right. mafia movie. So when you say it's a mafia movie, you're specifically talking about the Italian mob in New York, basically. No, I'm t- I like I think like I think if there was like a dope movie about the yakuza or something that I wouldn't I wouldn't be like, "Oh, that's not a mafia movie." Um, but like um there was a it's it's th- that movie is is um is DiCaprio is Leo versus Matt Damon. Right? It's not yeah, but it's uh, the, uh, yeah, but the the backdrop, the 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 setting is organized crime in Boston. I get it, but it's still not. But it's not about the the movie isn't about the inner workings of an organized crime family, right? It's it's not. Um, it's it's fuck, dude. I was I'm so. This is why I try and write fucking shit down. Is a, is American Gangster is that a mafia movie? Or no? I'd say, I'd say that's way more of a fucking organ. That's more of an organized crime thing than. That's like almost like a. That's almost like a. Black well, Godfather. He, he deals with the Italians, like. But I'm I'm just like I'm like if 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 replace mafia with just organized crime, right? Sure. So then they all apply. Yeah, but I don't. That's the thing. It's like the way that Departed's like structured and stuff. I just don't. It 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 doesn't remind me one bit about of Goodfellas or Godfather or because those are specifically Italian mafia movies. And Heat, Heat's Heat's a organized crime movie. No, that's a that's a those are those are heist guys. They're not fucking. It's still organized crime. No, the organized crime is specifically like, you know, fucking paramilitary style, you know, um, you get your lieutenants and your fucking captains and, and shit like that. That's when they talk, when like, the when the police are like, this is, we are the organized crime unit. They're not going after like homicide, right. robbery. That's robbery homicide. That's their, their right. separate so, thing. So then 
yeah, then uh, American Gangster does play then, right? Because there there is an FBI sting on them, and they're putting all be everybody's faces on a clip on a on a pegboard and right, uh, right, and, exactly, and, and designing a hierarchy. And 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 it's um, but yeah, I mean, like American Gangster is kind of like you know it it's structured as a movie kind of similarly to similarly to godfather right where it's like you've got the this guy trying to you know come up and figure shit out and all this other stuff and um, the most slept on mafia gangster whatever movie is a bronx tale i fucking love that movie it's amazing the movie's amazing now you just can't leave one of the That's best lines just... ever in history yep Collegiano. You'll see. Did you, guys, did you guys watch Once Upon a Time in America? I've I've like meant to seen it, see it, but like that's a long ass movie. Yes. No. What's Once Upon a Time in America? Which one's that? It's a De Niro movie with Sergio Leone, director, directing. It's old great. Movie. It's old. It's an eighties movie, I think. Right. Oh uh, yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know. What was um, the start bench cut? Departed Goodfellas and Casino. And the, the, no, Departed Goodfellas and, and Godfather. That was the that was the one that I answered. This one is Goodfellas, Heat, and um. This Godfather. one is Goodfellas, Scarfa- Goodfellas, Scarface, and Heat. Scarface Goodfellas. is the cut, is an easy cut for me. I I agree. It's, so it's, it's for me. It's it's Goodfellas, Heat, Scarface. Yeah, I think I'm going Goodfellas, Scarface, Cutting Heat, just because I don't think Heat is as gangster as Scarface and Goodfellas. I, I'm, in terms of what's the better movie, Goodfellas is easily the best movie out of all of them, but like, I don't know, I think Heat's the... I'd put on Heat before I put on Goodfellas as like a rewatch. Yeah, but he's like your favorite movie. Right. Well, it's also fucking my opinion of this fucking start bench cut. So that's why those Ugh. two things fucking overlap. Yeah, about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else we got? Uh Devontae Adams, Derek Henry, Josh Allen. Uh, I think you gotta start Josh Allen, right? Bench Devontae Adams and cut. Um, is, this, is this like like this is going to be a swing thing based on based on your team or a, you know, who are you going to pick first on your fantasy team? Let's just start bench cut. I, I I'm thinking of it in terms of like who's better. Um, but like there's also an element of I'm if I'm if I'm building the team, there's no way I'm starting with fucking Derrick Henry. Um, just because you hate running backs. Yeah, I mean, you should you should not prioritize the position. You have to hate running backs. You just shouldn't give them second contracts. Yeah, I would go. Uh, I don't know. I think I'd go Josh Allen, Derek Henry, Devontae Adams, just because Henry is a you know at least once in a decade kind of guy. Yeah, I, he's. I mean, he's f- f- fun as hell. But the the thing here is, you know, it, does he put out the same a similar season? Does he keep doing it? 
right, 600 carries, over 600 carries in those last two yeah. full seasons. That's yeah. This is kind of the we'll see. Yeah, exactly. But that was my. That's why I cut him. All right, producer Tom has another one here. Um, your team signs a good player at a position of need. You find a new musician you like, or fall off the bone ribs. What do you fall off the bone ribs? Yeah, like a really good fucking barbecue. So, what 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 do you start benching cutting? Uh, your team signs a good player at a position of need. You find a new musician you like, or a really good barbecue. Let's I'm say you starting. find a really good barbecue restaurant and it's not just one meal because all these other ones are like you get to enjoy them for a while. So we'll say a, a really good new fucking barbecue restaurant. Oh, dude, I, I've found like four already since I've been here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're in a you're in a hub of good barbecue. Yeah. And it's very specific to where it is, too. Yeah. Still, Carolina so good. Is fucking great. So um, good. I'm going to start barbecue. I'm going to bench musician and I'm going to cut positional need. Doug? You know, you know, growing up, it was all about, you know, being the first in on some new great song or great artist. There's a part of me that still has that. Like when you find new music, because it's even harder as I get older, because I just start to hate more stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm right on the same page with you. Like I, I don't think I've found new music in a while. Yeah. So when I do, it's like, oh fuck, this is refreshing. So I think I'm starting the founding music, and then, uh, I mean, the Browns have continually lost during the season and had small victories in the off season. So that's a big thing for me. <laughs> so I'm going to bench that. I can't give that up. And, uh, and I'm, and dude, I like, I'm surprisingly cutting the food, like, I, which is weird for me because I love food, but yeah, good barbecue is awesome. Um, I'm, uh, does this barbecue place, is it, is it child friendly? Because I could use some extra child-friendly fucking places. Sure. Um, if this were finding a new child-friendly restaurant, I think I would I would start the child-friendly restaurant. I don't need any more music. I don't need any more new music. Like it's not it's not a requirement for me at all. So I'm cutting that. I'm gonna bench your team signing a good player. Cause I still really do give a shit about like, if I just got stuck with the music I've had, I have, I'm good. I can't, I've got something for every fucking mood. Um, like way different than them. Like not putting out, like if they were to stop making movies, I'd be devastated. But if they just like stop making new music, people just lost the ability to sing rap or croon or whatever. And, and auto tune also didn't work. I'm good. Like it's kind of like with books, like you, you don't, they're not writing anything new of fucking value anymore. It's all fucking business books and everything that's, everything that's needed to be thought has already been thought. Everything that's needed to be sung has already been sung. Um, but that's what makes it even more impressive when you hear something new that you like, because the the restaurant thing, 
your kids are going to get older. That's a right now thing. They're going to be fine in like two years at restaurants. They're going to yeah, be. But, but Doug, you're you're, you're <laughs> underestimating just how fucking desperate I am for a fucking a different meal. Um, than the... <laughs> no, my my sister's the same way. She's like, yeah, Tenley is Bill, not Bill a is family uh... friendly. What's that, Doug? Or Trev? I said Phil's is family friendly, right? Yeah, but it's also not the best. Like, it's also fucking taking kids to barbecue. That's just a fucking disaster waiting to happen. Like, and that's just an absolute fucking disaster. I'm just like, granted, if it was real, it's also far. But I mean, like, here's how desperate we are. We we literally were thinking of driving up for fucking pizza at Trevor's. It's an hour and a half away with no traffic. And we were like legitimately doing the looking at each other, my wife and I going, Should we do? do this? We gonna do this? We gonna do this? Like the the options to eat with, with my buddy, I was like, hey, we can they wanted to try something new and something they hadn't had before. And uh so we ended up at the crack shack in Encinitas, which is great and super family friendly. Yeah, we have um, one here. It's all right. What's up? It's all right. We have one here. Yeah, I mean it's it's f- fine. It's it's better than fine. It's 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 good. I enjoyed it. Um, a nice a nice change up. But like we were we are so starved for a fucking different tasting meal at this point that that like legitimately driving up to fucking Trevor's an hour and a half away on a fucking. Do you go to Pizza Ports though? But it's fucking garbage now. Last couple of times I've been there, it's been awful. The one up north or the the one in OB? Both of them. I never thought their food was good at all. So it those was double, those double baked wings were pretty bomb. I thought, yeah, I thought it was really good, f- and but like the last couple years, it's you know, just not not what I need. Not what I need. Um, you know, why? Do you guys watch anything? Jump in a film review. You guys see anything lately that you're stoked about? Nothing good. I've been watching a lot of terrible stuff lately. Still haven't seen Thor. Same. I'm disappointed in myself. Oh, oh my the the Gray Man. Was Did you good? like it? Yeah, it was really good. Sweet. Action heavy. Definitely. Yeah. It. It nonstop. I did watch that. It. It was pretty good. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not like, oh, my God, it was amazing, but it was definitely entertaining for fucking the time it was on my screen. Like, I was so. Yeah, it didn't stop. It was, you're definitely right about the action. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty incredible action, actually. Yeah. And uh, What's-His-Face was so good. Um, Evans? Evans. Holy shit, was he good. Yeah. Who's in it? Ryan Gosling, so and many people. Chris Evans are the main two guys going and against the, each the, other. The guys that did uh, Endgame and Infinity War, the directors, right? The Russo brothers, yep. Yeah, it's not getting great reviews, but it already has like a sequel announced. So, I mean, it's it, but uh, that's it's funny. This is one of those like you like what are you going? You know what you're getting into, right? I think like right away you know what you're getting into, and it's just going to be it's okay. This is just a, a action fest the entire time. Yeah, and and that's awesome if it's done yeah. well. Yeah, highly yeah. entertaining. 
Um, I can't think of a single fucking thing that I've watched recently that's been great. Yeah. I mean, the stuff I keep talking about for all mankind and uh, Better Call Saul. Like, I'm Better still behind on Better Call Saul because I have to watch it like on demand on Spectrum. Okay. So I'm behind. Yeah, I did watch this week's episode of Better Call Saul. Was felt like a little bit of filler. But yeah, Blackbird is very good. Uh, oh I said shit! That last there was time, an episode. But... There was like an episode last night, wasn't there? Yeah. Ooh, fuck! I'm not up to date then. Oh fuck yeah! Now I know what I'm doing tonight. Score, dude. What did that feeling is? It feels like I just found like five hundred dollars in my pocket. It's a good feeling. You're like, oh fuck yes! It's like you just found like a, a great new song that you like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like a, it's, a, it's like I just found a family friendly friendly barbecue place. <laughs> um, all right, the uh, the podium this week. God, it's this. This was a tight race. Um, so just so we'll. Off the top of my head, I think I gotta go. Uh, as far as my th- my the podium is is of course my three favorite people of the week. Um, uh, just off the top of my head, no prep. Uh, okay. Going fr- Frank Gore. Um, people who uh, download the pod, shout out to you. Uh, it could be groups of people. It's fine. So like technically, I could say my kids, but like that would be a cop out. Um, so. Let's just go through the family here real quick. Um, we went to the pool today because uh, we're doing a staycation. Super fun. Um, and I thought, you know, because my, my wife and youngest son are staying at the hotel tonight. And me and the oldest are, are here at the house so we can feed the dogs. And, you know, he's does he doesn't freak out about being in a room that's not his normal one. And... Uh, that's fine. I, you know, I get, I get the bed to myself. Yeah. Th- that is such an underrated fucking feeling. Sharing a bed with somebody for so fucking long that you get a fucking bed to yourself. Oh my God. Top fucking top three feeling for me right did now. You guys, not fucking three. You guys did. And this, I think this happened right before your fire. You, you got the King, right? Got the King. Yeah. You finally did. Okay. Did yeah. that not improve your life in general? Yeah, well, now the eight-year-old fits in the bed a lot better when he crawls into bed at like four in the morning. So that that definitely helped. Um, and I can go the whole night without fucking touching anybody. It's yeah, but it's not the it's same boring. as having the bed to yourself. No, it's not. No, you're right. Yeah, the bed to yourself is nice. Um. So anyway, so I was I was figured like we'd get to the hotel. Then my wife went and checked in. We'd get to the hotel. I'd like cruise up. And we go to the room first and then go down to the pool. Well, I get the text from her and she's like, yeah, I'm down at the pool. And I'm like, fuck. Okay. Um, you know, my, my wife is, is Puerto Rican. Uh, my children are by extension, half Puerto Rican. I'm the only one in this family that doesn't fucking like that actually does need sunscreen. Um, and, uh, and and she did not set me up with good putting on sunscreen conditions. She just jumped jumped right in the water. Fucking kids are fucking running down the fucking slide. Uh, I've got a fucking spray bottle 
but it's windy as shit down on the pool. So it's like, I'm only going to end up fucking sunscreening the six people that are sitting behind me. Um, so I probably got a sunburn and that's her fault. So she doesn't make the fucking podium. Um, the big kid, big kid went down the water slide today and that was fucking impressive. Um, but the, the baby, he learned to ride a bike. Uh, and we went to the arcade for the first time as a duo on Sunday. And holy shit, that was a fucking blast. Like watching him get into play like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fucking arcade game. Or uh, um, there's, he, he really liked he, The only reason he wanted to go to the, the arcade was to use the claw machine. And uh, so we're using the claw machine at the end and trying to win and i'm like all right buddy this like we're not going to get any of them out of there they're wedged in fucking tighter than shit and uh he goes scan it because the 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 you pay for the arcade games just with a, a gift card that they pop out to you yeah and i'm like all right buddy we're done he goes scan it i'm like what the fuck did you just say to me scan it <laughs> okay we'll do it one more time um but that was that was a blast so so the baby makes uh Makes the podium today. So, shout out, baby. Hey. And uh, now we got to... Did we get any comments? Um, Trevor must have been late because he's taking the Chris Carson news badly. Also, Chris Carson's retiring because of a neck injury. That always sucks, man. Yeah, you hate to see that. Especially the neck injuries. That just feels like it's going to fucking linger. feel terrible. Um, I already talked about producer Tom's comment. And then uh, producer Tom mentioned that the Irishman was probably the last big mafia, but it was just the guys from the original mafia films at the end of their careers. That's a good point, producer Tom. That's why you're producer Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I I did think of it, but I I don't think it was good. I did not enjoy that movie. It, it's too long. It kind of it <laughs> insisted upon itself. Yeah. And then just watching like a CGI De Niro like slowly stomp on some guy's hand that like i just couldn't take anything serious after that and that was pretty early so <laughs> it was it, yeah a, a movie i definitely wouldn't have fallen asleep for if i'd paid the 20 dollars to go see it in the theater but since i didn't uh it took me a while to watch it yeah um i'm just sitting here checking for sunburn right now to see how mad i'm gonna be at my wife <laughs> face feels warm i don't know if it's the lights i'm sitting under or not um are we in range is it is it uh is it hockey time trevor you've been saving so. your saving your vocal strength for you got you got, I just want to hear, minutes, you got 45 minutes all to yourself here buddy i just want to hear doug do it is i just i just like sitting there waiting for the yawn there's always a fucking yawn somewhere in there <laughs> all right uh, trevor take it away uh well it's the off season in the NFL, in the nhl sorry not the nfl uh the NFL. 
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.